Hello, hi, and bienvenue to Lost in Translation, where I explore with guests a word and draw upon their experience, their life story, their culture, their point of view, so no one ever gets lost in translation. I'm your host, Cynthia Bernard, and together, let's bridge gaps, embrace different cultures, and honor every single voice. Welcome to Lost in Translation, where we unlock the true meaning behind words, ensuring that no one ever gets lost along the way. Welcome back to part two of the interview with Jesse Price, the director of the Magnalia Project. Welcome to Lost in Translation. Um, at what moment of the maybe creative process or even competition season, you were like, all right, that's, that is going to bring us far. We can go top with this show. Well, um, let's see. Or did you feel, did you not focus on this at all? <laughs> like, did you? No, well, it's, it's hard not to focus on yeah. it, you know, just mm -hmm. because like uh, our goal, my goal is never to be better than anybody, but to be the very best version of what I think we can achieve possible. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so especially when I talk about like my competitive nature, it's really always like with myself and like what we did yesterday and like what number we got yesterday or, you know, because I feel like when you focus on other teams or what everybody else is doing, it just takes away from what you're doing, you know, and, and I've never been the type of person to like hope for someone else's defeat Failure, yeah. in order to have my own success yeah. like that you know doesn't make any kind of sense to me but mm. um it I don't know that we really ever fully knew what was going to happen until it happened yeah um because I've always you know from the very beginning of the season I knew that like the kids were going to be great mm-hmm But I don't know that I realized that everything would align exactly the way that it did until it happened. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we had success at the few regionals that we went to. Um, but even still then, I think I think after the regional season, I was kind of comfortable knowing that we would make finals. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, from the very beginning of the season, finals was always the goal. Yeah. You know, I didn't care what else happened, yeah. but that was my tangible goal yeah. was just making finals because <clears throat> we didn't year before, mm -hmm. you know, so we just wanted to make finals. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, and they say never to pay attention to the rankings really, you know, that's just to especially kind of like, a class. <laughs> you know, especially in a class because things yeah. have flip flopped. I've, yep. you know, and I've, you know, been there and watched it happen. Yep. You know, I've watched groups go from, you know, like 30th, in the rankings to winning a class, you know, or the opposite, um, we were ranked eighth and ended up 27th, not making semis. Like it, yes. it happens. Yeah. It does. It does happen. And that's <clears> why <throat> I always try not to ever be like comfortable or confident in what's mm -hmm. happening. And especially this, this past year, um, you know, like again, finals was the goal. And I was, I was pretty confident that we would make finals, mm -hmm. you know, going into WGI. And then after prelims, um, we ended up, we were fourth coming out of prelims and we had gotten a penalty. This year? And 
Mm-hmm. This 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 year, um, we got a penalty coming out of prelims, and so we were fourth. And so, of course, we were all like just nervous. Like we got back to you know the place that we were staying. Kids got equipment. We went outside. Like I mean, it was just it. And but it it was it wasn't chaotic. You know, mm-hmm. everybody just knew that there was a job to be done. Yeah. So quietly, like we got back. Everybody changed clothes, unloaded their stuff you know, we got to it, we changed a couple things, you know, um, um, that, that night. Um, and, um, let me, this thing, sorry. Um, and then the next day, um, we had, we were, I think second coming out of semis. Um, and, but honestly, until, retreat and we were sitting there listening to the announcement we had no idea no clue what was going to happen you know what was going to happen it's still surreal to me honestly yeah we're we're taking longer than than we we not we should we plan so tell me if if this is taking too much time but i i'm just no you're fine fine. okay but um so can I ask what penalty was? What was? Yes, we got a backside line penalty. So um, we, um, which I, 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 this could sound very crazy and stupid to like the the mass public, but I had zero clue that at, that there was a backside line. Penalty. I'm raising my hand. The, the, yeah. I'm raising my hand. There is that I because I so I was with Lazy Clips with a C mm-hmm. <laughs> for several years, and the year I don't want to be mistaken, but it doesn't really matter. Does it matter anyway? I think it's a year that we were ranked second, or no, mm-hmm. we were ranked eighth, but we ended up ended fourth. So mm-hmm. kind of, anyway, but in open class, I didn't know there was a rule about not like you said. I think it was pretty much the same rule, but come going out, like a having a member coming out of a field and those so many groups with a kid mm-hmm. running out of the field and going through that curtain on the right hand mm-hmm. corner blah, blah blah and we did it the entire year at every regional mm-hmm. nothing happened we're at that prelim site there's no outside outside corner uh door but there was like a little i called it a cocoon and everyone made fun mm-hmm. of me because that's a loss in translation type of thing but just a corner <laughs> but the girl did go out of the competing area and we got mm-hmm. a penalty and i was like what is this and as much as you can know everyone from the chief jeff and stuff you're at wgi no one is going to be like yeah yeah that's fine you have your point whatever <laughs> your right point one back and and it happened at prelims too so i was told like you're right We're, like it, you're not gonna have that at finals just breathe in breathe out and go mm-hmm. in semis type of thing but but you're yeah you're not a bad person to not know yeah. that rule <laughs> it's just something that like you're a bad director it's just we don't Yeah, I had no idea. And so um, Mm. we were, we had just gotten set up and um, Sean, one of the choreographers um, was still on the back moving equipment forward. And, uh, you know, we were like, you have like, get off the floor, we're going to get a timing penalty. But um, someone had just told him that our stuff was beyond that line. And um, so he was moving it so that we didn't get a penalty for I think the equipment being over the line and it wasn't the equipment that we ended up getting a penalty for. It was because 
um, members had to step over that yeah. line mm-hmm. to pick up their equipment mm-hmm. and come back into the performance space. Mm. So we ended up getting, I think it was a point two, wow, point two or point three penalty. Oh um, my god! For, yeah, after prelims, and so we were all just kind of freaking out, and like I was like, guys, like it's going to be okay. You know, we're just we're gonna we're going to gain it back. We're going to get it back. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Cause so. that's an easy gain. It's just don't do it again type of right, thing. Right. Right. <laughs> but point three for people that don't know. And when you're up to championship is you're lucky it was lot. only two positions. Cause it could have been, yeah. especially yet again in a class, it could yes. have been, and thank but God in, for Sean being back there, moving that equipment it would have been forward a lot more. because it would have been way more. Cause I it's mean, one, it could have been points. Cause it's every touch almost like football like every, every physical it's a tenth of a point i think every yeah. time a physical mm-hmm. touch because i asked that question to carlo because it's it's not a flag overing the line for people that are curious if your equipment or even your body over is the line if and and correct me if i'm not using the right word again english is my second second from afar but it's if your body touches the other side of the line. So if you pick up an equipment or if your feet right, touches yeah, the if other your side body line, goes over the line at all, but touches the ground. So that's why you got those penalties. Because if it was just a flag going over the line, you know what I mean? It doesn't make right. Sense. I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, but wow, that's, that's, yeah. Well, anyway, so thank you. (laughs) Um, So let's take a short break and stay tuned because we're going to talk a little bit more about the championship adventures because it's so interesting. And then your premiere in open class. Hey, this is Christine Ream and Chris Green. Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres. We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs. Our consignment inventory has plenty of great looks for your color guard, drumline, and marching band. Pay it forward. When you purchase consignment, you help other programs. Last year, we sold over 400 sets of consignments and returned over $125,000 in payments to our consigners for their sales. Additionally, Guard Closet offers custom and pre-designed costumes, flags, floors, and formal wear, full or partial show writing, educational programming, and other services. Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for shoes, gloves, and other equipment. The Guard Closet team is here to help you get everything you want and need for your season. Check us out at guardcloset.com and follow us on social media. Hey everyone, it's Jeremy, the producer from On a Water Break, the main show. And while you're enjoying this great bonus content from some amazing hosts, there's a whole other show happening with guests, news, and plenty of other fun things that you and your friends are talking about on a water break. So take a moment, go subscribe so that you can get your notifications every week for the main episode of On a Water Break. If you have news or know of somebody that would be a great guest, or maybe you would be a great guest, email us at onawaterbreakpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at On a Water Break. And now back to this fantastic bonus content. And we'll see you at the show. So welcome back. Um, now, Jesse, the other thing that I think was really interesting from the outside is that you, if I'm not mistaken, did regional with Purdue most of the time, or at least the second one. Am I right? Yes, we saw, I, I think we saw Purdue both times. So how did it feel 
were you ever scared to be bumped? Because it, this year it was really interesting. When you look at, and maybe that's me being a geek again, but when you analyze all the regionals, the top five, it was either like, like Liz Eclipse were like the only ones in the high rankings, except San Anne's then, but we knew that didn't make championship mm-hmm. or like you, or like, um, well, I don't know what the other group is. And I'm so sad. The one that got fourth and I'm sorry, if I forgot the name of the group, but they were the only ones and they did like a, First week, week in regional, so no one knew collage, collage how yes. that show yes. would go, and it was amazing at WGI. And then you and Purdue, and then Pacific Airs that were, mm-hmm. I think, kind of alone in their in the high rankings uh, finalists at that regional too. But and then you and Purdue, and for people that don't know, all the top three of every regional are reviewed in I think all of the classes, but I know in A class. Were you? Were you ever? Because being bumped is a nightmare, I think, for any director. Were you ever really scared of it? Yes, um, both times. We we were really really nervous um, about it because, like you said, um, it. I know for sure it's the top three of A class mm-hmm. um, after every regional get reviewed, um, and you know we had um, especially after that first regional because um, we won that regional. And, um, I was, I was super nervous that, um, we were going to get promoted. Um, and then it didn't happen. So we were all like, you know, we were Mm -hmm. all comfortable for those few weeks. And then we went out to the last regional of the season and, um, we were second at the end of that weekend. Mm -hmm. And again, we're completely nervous, you know, because right after that, we got the email, Hey, you're being reviewed. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were super nervous, uh, mostly, at that point because we were already so close to nationals like we were so close to championships yes Um, and you and Purdue were were like already undeniable you were both so really really good Mm -hmm. if it happened both of you would have gotten (laughs) so yeah we were just I mean it was just one of those like you know we only have like three weeks to make something happen. And in that time we had our like circuit championships Easter weekend, you know, like there were things, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, between that last regional weekend and then um, WGI, you know um, I was like, I guess we'll just, you know, we'll do what we can. We'll make the best plan, um, you know, going in and, and just see what we can do and Mm. hope for the best, but it didn't end up happening. Thank goodness. Yeah. So I really think that program would have not looked out of place in open class either. But when you write a show to the class that you're, you're Mm -hmm. dedicated to and you want to do it and you have such great success, but you feel at the right place. It Mm -hmm. it just, I, yeah, thank God it didn't happen. And there, and and in a sense, I don't know how it went for you guys, but they do give answers about reviews pretty quick. So you're not like mm-hmm. a full five days and like right, <laughs> right, right. Keeping your fingers off. Um, so going back to championship, you championship that happens at semis. I, everyone know, everyone should know that semis is kind of the most important show of the mm-hmm. three I feel. And then the show was undeniable. You had a great performance, but that happened. How did you manage the pressure with the kids? Because they're not like 30-year-olds performer. Like, how did you no. manage the pressure with the kids and, and to keep that in the right headspace? And then yet again, now that I know, having them being so vulnerable with the program mm-hmm. that they had in hand. Like, how did you and they manage? Um, well, and you're right about their their age. Um, they're 
very, very young, a very young group. I think our average age was like for the majority of the season, our average age was 17. And then it only changed to 18 because somebody had a birthday, like one of the older kids like turned 20, I think, or something like that. And so, um, um, you know, that made our average age like 18, but still, I mean, you know, relatively young, but, um, One thing that I talk to the kids a lot about, especially from the very beginning of the season, is that I just generally do not believe in luck. Um, I believe that if you are prepared for what is supposed to happen, um, you know, then and of course, like things have freak things happen all the time. You know, sometimes things just aren't aren't you just don't place things in the air where, you know, it should be, you know, stuff, stuff happens all the time, you know, but I feel like if you're, you know, if you're as prepared from a skill set perspective, from a training, you know, fundamental perspective, then, you know, that's really all the preparation that you can do. So getting nervous, you know, and of course everybody has jitters performing, you know, before performing, but, um, you know, I feel like, you know, kind of practicing that patience is just as important as well. Like, and, you know, it, luck, nothing is really going to make or break that performance or that run through, but you. So I try to make sure that kids feel like they are in complete control of what's going to happen and how to recover or how, you know, like what to do if something happens. Mm -hmm. So that way they're not going in thinking, Oh, well, if this happens and I don't know what I'm going to do, or I don't know how I'm going to recover. And then they have, you know, then they're out for 36 counts trying Mm. to recover and get back in, you know, you know, or things like that. But again, like I said, like, I just, I don't believe in luck. So I feel like if you are like, if you are trained you know, that's really the only true way to prepare. You know what I mean? It's just like, so I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything really like else that there's, there's no like ritual or anything like that, that we do nothing, you know, before like our performance or anything like that. We have our, um, you know, our mental run through, and then we listen to, um, and and watch another video by kid president that we've done for, for years and years. And, um, a lot of it talks about like, this is what we create that will make the world awesome. And, you know, like I just talked to them about, I mean, we, we do this during rehearsal. We, we do this over and over and over. And all you're doing is you're just doing it one more time, yeah. you know, and if you trust yourself and you trust your training and you trust your skill set, like, you know, being nervous, isn't going to change anything. So, mm. and when you have the choice of being nervous or confident, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's pick be let's pick being confident because you yeah. don't have a reason not to be confident. No. You know, you have the training and the the background to support what it is that you're doing. So, you know. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, And so you second at semis, how did it feel? Because you're saying you realize and I completely I I feel like maybe people that then go through. um, And it's not even just a medal. It's just having an, an. I'm saying this because the year that we didn't medal, I kind of didn't realize that we were so happy to be fourth mm-hmm. and we were ranked uh, to go anyway. But, um, 
And there's so much of that buzz. And I was part of the buzz being like, you're going to battle, you're going to battle. And mm-hmm. and I told, I think I wrote to you, like, you're going to hate me, but like, <laughs> I'm talking about metal. Mm-hmm. And it's true because when you're at that position, people are like, for, I don't know if it happened to you locally, but you were, you're around Purdue. So I don't know if locally you compete with them, but uh, we were stopped by people and members were stopped by people saying, bring back a metal. And I was like, mm-hmm. you need to shut up mm-hmm. and move on because you right. don't say that to a kid. Right. Um, although you think it's being just supportive and positive. It's just, Mm-hmm. a lot of pressure and they just need to it do their job. It is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. How and did that's... it feel? Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, you're okay. Go ahead. But how did it feel when it happened? Like now you, you got it. You, you're there. Like we, it was crazy. Um, because like you said, you know, we did, we had a lot of people like, Hey, bring home, like bring mm-hmm. us home that metal, like, you know? And so I, you know, my response was just like, okay, like we're, we're trying, we're going to try, yeah. you know, we're going to do our best. We're going to try, you. Um, <laughs> you know, but I also, I didn't want the kids like, because if it didn't happen, I didn't want them to equate that with failure, mm-hmm. you know, because then in that, in that instant, it almost seems like the, once that one thing happens, like, I didn't want the kids to feel like the rest of the season didn't wasn't mean worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want them to feel like the memories that they created and, you know, like all of those things didn't happen, you know? And so I try not to put a lot of weight in it um, to, to them, but obviously, you know, like, who doesn't want to go home from WGI with some jewelry, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so we retreat was happening. They all came out and, you know, they do like 15th through fourth yeah. in one class and then they yeah. switch classes and do 15th through fourth. So we were sitting there and we were just waiting and waiting and waiting and they got to, you know, fourth and it wasn't us. And so like, we all just kind of like started freaking out. And it was funny because our friends, um, one of our friends who's on staff at Dobbins Bennett. Oh Yeah and Scholastic A, um, they were all sitting beside us. And I think they got more of a kick out of watching us react, you know, than anything else. And I mean, I was very audible, you know, like squealing. And, you know, my husband was sitting beside me and we were holding hands. And at one point, you know, he was like, I can't breathe. I think I'm going to pass out. I think I'm going to pass out. Was your daughter around? Like, she was with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was there sitting with us. And so, you know, she was excited as well. And, you know, then they got to third and um it wasn't us and you know we freaked out even more and then they you know called us for a second and you know we just I I could not have been more proud in that moment you know um then then it uh, it was just it's still I'm actually right now looking at the trophy because it sits on our record player and it's it's crazy and I um it just it's so surreal it doesn't feel real you know because it happens so rarely and watching the kids like it felt like first it Mm -hmm. felt like first and watching them finally get what they have worked so hard what everybody worked so hard for Mm -hmm. all season you know it's just it was just it's it's something that I'll never forget it was Mm -hmm. just it was absolutely amazing Mm -hmm. And oh my God, you're so. It, I, I was gonna say lucky, but that's not what it is. It's deserved. It's it's the work. It's recognition that you hope for. And 
the five or 10 people that have the pencil in their hand or mm-hmm. now it's not a pencil anymore, but the iPad or the, and, um, it's absolutely no shade at Pacific areas that are also undeniable. And as a program, I think a lot of people should learn about Pacific areas because they got first for people didn't mm-hmm. know about the gold medal. Um, Pacific Airs has an amazing training program and they mm-hmm. base their entire program around movement. And mm-hmm. those kids are, I think, even younger than your kids. If I'm not they mistaken. are very, very young. We actually spoke to the directors quite mm-hmm. a bit when at the Vegas meeting yeah. um, last month. And mm-hmm. um, they are their average age is like 14. It's amazing. It's wild. Yes. So people if have a chance to reach out and 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 steal or or from them <laughs> and their knowledge and the way that they do things. Mm-hmm. Um but what I was going to say is I did write to you that silver medal looks gold from here mm-hmm. because every position when it's so well deserved and so well thought out and mm-hmm. and there's so much their gold medal look gold. And there's mm-hmm. other groups that what I don't remember that name of the group yet again. I'm so bad, but the group that they they had five girls on the field. I think they got like 10th or eighth or oh, yes, yes, Cascades yes. or something. Oh, I'm so Cascadia, I think. Oh my god, I think I got it right. But their position look gold mm-hmm. because it's so like group, I don't know, like it's that something. So congrats. And I'm I'm so happy for you guys. I don't know you deeply, but I mm-hmm. from <laughs> it's just well-deserved and those moments, like you say, are so rare and you grasp on it and you, Mm -hmm. and, and yeah. And to have it with your family, like now that I'm a mama, it's just so touching. So now you're moving and preparing to open class. Yes. (laughs) And that's exciting. How do you foresee the season? Was there changes you want to do, or you just rely on what you've been doing? And, um, well, you know, I'm a firm believer in if it ain't broke, you know, yeah. um, there's a couple of things that we're going to do a little bit differently, um, but not much. Um, you know, the structure of the way that that we've been running the program seems to be working for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of like structure, nothing's really going to change. Um, we're, you know, we'll add like a rehearsal here and there because with um, up until now, um, we during our full season, after the training season, during our full season, um, if we do not have a competition, then we practice on Saturdays and Sundays. And then if we do have a competition, we practice Friday nights and then we have the show all day Saturday. And then I let the kids have Sundays off. Um, because again, they're, they're all either in high school or very, very new in college, like freshmen, sophomores, Um, and so I, I always try to give them time, you know, to like get home, get settled, have Sunday to get their homework done, you know, Mm -hmm. and make sure they're prepared for school so that their academics don't suffer, um, you know, and different things like that. And so I've, uh, like, we always try to make the schedule over the weekend, like accommodating and, you know, flexible Mm -hmm. and comfortable for the kids so that, Mm -hmm. you know, they can achieve all the things that they, they want to be able to do. Um, and so, um, in terms of like rehearsal time, like we're adding, you know, a couple here and there, but nothing like super major. Um, we're also adding to the staff, um, this year, um, 
to, to our permanent staff um, anyway, because of course, choreographers and stuff aren't there, you know, yeah. and drill writers aren't there every weekend. Um, so we're adding to our training staff because um, it was, um, I there were a couple people this past year that were, came in like every couple of weeks, you know, um, in the beginning of the season. And then I only had like really one other person that was kind of permanent in the last mm. half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're definitely adding. So it's not just like me or like me and one other person. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, I mean, besides, besides that, nothing else is really changing. Um, like we're not, you know, trying to blow up the game, you know, going into open class, we're just going to really try to focus on doing what we do well and mm-hmm. see if that works for us this year. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to work. I mean, the top three is, and every class kind of overlaps on mm-hmm. one another, doesn't it? So I'm very excited mm-hmm. to see what's going to happen for you guys. Um, what can the audience or, or anyone can expect with the Magnolia's Project uh, performances mm-hmm. and the type of shows you're going to do or if you can say anything? Well, um, I mean, without letting out, I guess, too much information, um, it's, I, it, it's going to be something to see. For sure. Mm. I've always been very brave, like, you know, and out there kind of when it comes to like the visual package or like props and, you know, like the size of props and things like that. So um, it's going to be it's going to be a big production. Mm. Thank you. I'm very excited about it. It'll it's and it's you know, it's different than I can say that it is a different direction than the previous four years. Which, how could that be possible? I, know, I feel every right? show is different. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah, so, I'm really excited. Yeah, so thank you and stay tuned with the Magnoli Project Evolution uh, on the upcoming winter. And I think, I think, and I hope, and I think, it's not a hope, but that the Magnoli <laughs> Project can be a legacy for uh, several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you have a, it well-based. Um, but how can we follow you on social media or the, um, we are on Facebook and Instagram. And I think both of them are just the Magnolia project winter guard, um, Mm -hmm. on Insta. It's all one word, the Magnolia project winter guard. Um, but that's it. We're just on Facebook and Instagram. Mm. So watch out. I'm pretty sure that I know there were clinic you did not long, too long Mm -hmm. ago. There's going to be the auditions that will come up. So if you're interested, Mm -hmm. Um, I think that you, did you, didn't you put the, I was going to say subscribe, but didn't you put out the, they can register already to auditions. Um, we, we put out, um, just the, like a Google doc, um, just to get information. Um, mm-hmm. but we haven't, we're looking at mid September right now for auditions. So it, 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 they'll either be the 10th or 17th of September. Okay. All right. Real cool. So thank you so much, Jesse. That was a great, great moment with you. I'm really happy to yeah. have talked to you a little bit more. Um, and now you guys, if whether you're a well-known person or simply someone that wants to have a meaningful conversation with me, this podcast is about giving everyone a chance to be heard. Everyone has a voice. Everyone has a great story. You don't have to be medalists like Jesse, but everyone has something to say. So you can contact me, Cynthia Bernard, on Facebook or Instagram or write to on a water break at gmail.com or any other social media. And I will uh, be really happy to talk to anyone that wants to talk to me, talk to me. I'm sorry. Thank you, Jesse. Yet again, I hope to talk to you soon. Those episodes yes. can happen fairly often and really um, 
I don't want to say best of luck, but have a great <laughs> summer and have a great winter. I'm sure thank you. great, great things are coming ahead. So thank you. Absolutely. We'll talk soon. Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.